All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me tonight via video all the way from Austin, Texas, Citizen Hush, Alamo Trap House. How's it going, buddy? What's going on, man? uh, I I don't know how it's looking in Louisiana, but my Islander blood does not like this cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just started dipping down into like the low 40s today, and then uh, by Monday, we're supposed to be down into like the mid-teens, so... I, th- I think Texas is looking at the same same trajectory. <laughs> oh man, it's so so crazy. I was sitting there looking at the uh, the weather app on my phone, and then uh, I saw it would dip down to the teens. So I was like, "There's no way that's fucking right." And then I was like, checked it like several. I was like, "Oh no, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go wrap the pipes." <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I gotta do that tomorrow. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So not not gonna be a fun weekend. Dealing yeah. with cold. So. I act- I actually just got back from shooting. Like when I was messaging you on Twitter, nice. I was I, thankfully I've got a place I can shoot like quarter mile from my house. So oh, nice. I've got, I've got uh, probably some questionable materials on my fingertips right now. So if you see me like put my fingers in my mouth to just like slap me through zoom, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, psh, stop that. I can't even keep my four-year-old from sticking fingers all over her face. So <laughs> and I doubt I'm going to do that to a grown ass man. So <laughs> same energy, same energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he's drinking a Tapo Chico to make me really, really jealous. So, oh, hell yeah. Uh, Y'all got these in Louisiana? Yeah, we get them. Uh, the racetracks are just filled with them, but mm-hmm. it's like the first thing to go because, you know, we get all the Mexican workers over here. Yep. <laughs> so in the mornings, it's it's just gone. <laughs> By the time Dude, I get in there in the afternoon, I, I, I quit drinking uh, maybe four, four and a half years ago and yeah. uh, started with these. I, get, I go through 12 of these a day almost. Yeah, yeah just about. Uh, and I, I, I quit drinking so I could quit smoking cigarettes, but I did the math and my cigarette addiction was more affordable. than. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, it's so crazy. Yeah, uh, I'm so glad that Albertsons actually has like uh, seltzer water and uh, club soda, like by the case. You can buy like a 24 pack for like five bucks. You know? There you go. There you go. Yeah, I had a soda stream and I was like, you know what? It's just actually cheaper just to buy these cans. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the bubbles on these Topa Chicas are way more intense. Um, yes, it's, yes, it's it's true for yeah. the skeptics out there. Yeah, if you haven't had uh, Topa Chico, I mean, they're 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 habit forming for a reason. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But don't don't buy them because they're getting more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that whole importation from Mexico thing. It's, it's gonna go up. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, and then we just try to get like some of the other stuff, and uh, it's like. Yeah, the, the the bubbles don't hurt your mouth like the way uh, Tabo Chico does. <laughs> yeah, it's like pop rock, liquid pop rocks. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, good seltzer water needs to like burn your mouth just a little bit. You know, it's just really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we get like the the crazy uh, twist of lime, which is got so much lime flavor into it. It's almost suspect that it's just, you know, lime juice. But yeah. Yeah, it's that that's that's what gets the hooks in usually the flavored ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. I, just, I love it so much. And uh, yeah, when I was uh, living up in Dallas, so it, there you could find Tapo Chico just about all over the place. Mm-hmm. Walk into Walmart mm-hmm. and you could buy like those uh, 16 ounce plastic bottles for like nothing. And then get that back down over here. And then it's like, it's like, okay, all right, get hit it early in the morning before all the migrant workers <laughs> started painting or mowing grass for the day. Yeah, it's true. It's true. 
Yeah, I, just, I love those guys to death, man. It's like uh, without them, I mean, truly nothing would be done. You know, <laughs> so, they're, they're, they're good people. They're good yeah, people. Exactly. I, have you ever heard that uh, Al Madrigal bit about uh, doing the uh, labor worker, day labor, uh, Mr. Olympia in the Home Depot parking lot? No. No, he had this funny bit. It was like uh, he'd just drive up in a truck and he would just ask in uh, Spanish, who is the strongest? And then you'd see all like Hector and everything. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my my uncle might be one of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man yeah the stinger to that uh, whole bit was is like yeah we're gonna put together some ikea furniture and those guys are like oh man no 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 <laughs> charge extra double <laughs> put ikea furniture together oh man yeah I've, I've 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 upgraded since then but i do have a ikea couch down in my living room i'm partially colorblind i swear it's a gray couch but everyone tells me that it's blue um, yeah oh, i don't wonderful. believe it it's <laughs> <laughs> like no look at it it's gray it's obviously gray yeah man. yeah luckily i've never uh experienced the colorblindness thing although it was a uh, Kind of funny, all the way back in 1998, there was this uh, kid when we went to the New Orleans Medical Processing Center. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they just shuffle everybody f through the services through there. And uh, this one guy, he was uh, hoping to go to the Navy to be a fighter pilot for an F-18. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he got to the colorblind test, it came up. He was red, green, colorblind. Can't do it. Oh, yeah. oh man. You would have thought that kid was about suicidal afterwards. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he was like, what do you mean I can't fly jets? He's like, yeah, you can't see the dash. You don't know what the colors are. <laughs> You can't do it. it that's a critical component indeed yeah it's like you know no <laughs> we'll still take you in the navy to do something else but uh just not that <laughs> oh man yeah that was uh uh 1998 oh man back in the day gotta love it <laughs> get to see all the uh the local whores show up with their uh pregnancies hopefully that the military would pay for them <laughs> it's like no we can't take you you're pregnant <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna try that. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like, huh? <laughs> you, huh? you, heard, you heard it here first, folks. The citizen <laughs> hush is capable of getting pregnant. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, you do a lot of shooting, and uh, a lot of the times I get uh, very jealous when I get to see your little videos and pictures and everything. It's like, oh man, I could use some range day, like every day and on the weekends and everything else. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm fortunate. I I pretty much get to shoot whenever I want. Like, um, I am I, this ammo crisis that's been going on for the last year. Like, yeah, tell me about it. I've been pretty unaffected by it just because I stack so much. Yeah, uh, you build up a good supply. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've I've got enough to last me probably four to six years. Um, <laughs> but like the the reason why I did it is so that my homies like can still shoot with me because like yeah. it's one thing to shoot by yourself when like you're working on stuff uh, but yeah. like shooting is also very similar to golfing like you do it to like hang out with your friends and so now i've got a bunch of 22 that i'm like okay my friends who just want to shoot steel and talk and stuff that's for those days <laughs> yeah yeah 22 is cheap enough so yeah can't find yeah. it anywhere right now but uh yeah so uh i saw that uh on twitter phoenix ammunition had posted it was like yeah we went through a couple hundred thousand rounds and sold it all out in seconds so i had to post the uh the tyrone biggums it's like y'all got any more of that 147 grain <laughs> dude 147 was expensive like before COVID. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i just want a lot of mass going down range i don't i don't really care but uh yeah that's really funny though but so I was yeah. like, I was like, man, if they're producing that much, you know, surely they can give 
somebody a box or two here or there. Yeah, oh, well. Phoenix, Phoenix are doing great stuff. I'm, uh, I'm really, really impressed with that company. And uh, oh, and their uh, their Twitter doesn't doesn't pull any punches either. So it, yeah, that's, that's also a good thing about it. For sure, for sure. And that, that's the crazy thing. Like I, I've been on Twitter for God, uh, like eleven or twelve years now. And yeah. I, I I remember it was May 2018 that I like came out of the closet as a yeah. gun owner. <laughs> I lost like I lost like six thousand followers that day. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, what was it? And like I never knew that gun Twitter was like a thing uh, up until around 2018. Yeah, and like it's it's actually like it's it's interesting because like you have Reddit where you have structured message boards about right. a theme, whereas Twitter, it's completely free form. Like if you want to go like, like booty Twitter picks, like you can go find oh, that. And like, it's, it's there. Trust <laughs> me. It's, you've got gun Twitter. You've got like Hispanic Twitter. You've got yeah. black Twitter. <laughs> oh, New Orleans, black Twitter. If you guys haven't stumbled across it yet, <laughs> you want you want to talk about shit. That's not woke at all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's it, it's it's been an interesting because uh, like my 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 Twitter started as a meme, really. Like yeah. I I automated most of my uh, tweets. Like basically, I just had a super simple script that was pulling the uh, the top memes from some of the meme subreddits and just reposting it as my own. That's nice. that's how, that's how the meme economy works. Like when you yes. see like yes. big Instagram uh, accounts. Um, yeah, that's I was actually, usually how they get their start. <laughs> yeah, I was actually impressed the other day. A, a meme that I had created about a year and a half ago finally circled back around and I saw it in somebody's timeline. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember making that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like um, my shit was pretty much uh, pretty much completely automated. And then like I just started posting random things throughout the day. And I was like, oh, attention feels good. <laughs> and yeah, then I just. It's definitely something now. with that dopamine hit when you see this, like, oh, wow, this tweet I sent out got 400 likes. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And then I cry myself to sleep every night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you can pull yourself away from the phone long enough to fall asleep, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've got mine set right now to like have no notifications. So like I've have to go to Twitter in order to see it. So because there was a there was a time where I would just see the phone light up and immediately pick it up and look at it. You know, when you're sitting there at a desk, you know, bosses are walking around and everything. And you don't have like a office or anything that you can go hide in. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty squarely. It's like, oh, man, that guy's on his phone again. I was like, all right. When we tried turning it over, that didn't work because they can still hear the uh, from the from the vibration on it. So I was Strong. like, all right, just turn the notifications off. I'll check it when I check it. <laughs> stronger man than i <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no and then sometimes it's it's weak sauce too so uh i think in your day job you said you uh do some engineering is that like civil structural that type of stuff or uh data so data? oh yeah, okay i got you I've, I've, I've worked in tech now for coming up on 11 years um i started out as a data engineer so usually when i introduce like what i do yeah um I, I'm a recovering engineer. Like I remember my first day on the job, like I sat down and I was right. like, end of day, what do I need to do to never do this again? <laughs> <laughs> and so now I, I, I lead a team at a large tech company, um, oh, and I got you. a team yeah. of engineers. And I, I'm more on, I'm, I, I think what I do is probably more in line with like technical consulting and, um, what is it? Uh, project management because i'm not writing code anymore and i haven't probably it's been a good seven years since i've written code for a yeah, day no, job no you got um, code monkeys for that so <laughs> yep 
Yep. Yeah. So yeah. super, super bright guys. Uh, some of them can be socially awkward, but uh, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that uh, it's uh, it, it, every, everyone's got a specialization, and mine mine just tends to be translating complexity <laughs> into things MBAs can understand. Right. Uh, which which ironically, I'm also a professor at UT Austin, where I teach in the MBA program. <laughs> Yeah, so you get a you get a hit on it from both angles, I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I'm in civil engineering myself, so it's uh, awesome. but I'm on the design side, so I have to deal with the civil engineers. And you want to talk about some spaz, you know? It's like, okay, well, we're gonna do this and this and this. It was like, okay, hold on, you you can't do that. <laughs> we have this thing called Ashto, and we can't put a road that way the way you want it to. It's like, well, just, oh. just do it. I mean, you're the designer, just do it. I was like, oh, okay, as long as that's, have that's a meeting awesome. about it. That's that's awesome, dude. So like in data engineering, the way I explain data engineering, like we're the civil engineers of the tech world. Like yeah. we you have pipelines and highway systems for data, we build them. Uh yeah. and so it's very it's very similar. And if you think of like each discrete vehicle on a highway system is a unit of data, that's what we're building. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. And right now we're doing like a big uh like flood wall and levee system for Freeport, Texas. And that's, that was, the, that was kind of fun. Cause we had a uh, engineer who was getting all pissed that it was uh, taking a while to set everything up. And he was like, you see these homes right here, they need this levee. I was like, no, 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 let's not mistake anything. You see this Dow chemical plant. They're the ones who put money in the pocket of the government to get the core of engineers to want to put a flood wall and a levee right there. Cause the mm -hmm. homes are <laughs> inconsequential. <laughs> it's all Dow chemical right here. So, Oh man. Yeah, that's it. Always so fun getting to deal with that. And then uh, trying to motivate the uh, the other designers. I was like, well, you know, guys, think about it this way. I mean, you're recapturing some of your uh, federal income tax dollars that were taken from you. It's true. Point. It's true. Like uh, when, when I was in grad school, I worked, I was an intern at the Cato Institute in their trade oh, economics department. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, I remember I was like, maybe I'll go work in finance. Maybe I'll uh, do the policy thing. Um, yeah. took, took me a six month internship at Cato to realize I was not a part of the op-ed writing class uh, <laughs> and um yeah i was i was done with that i was done i was like i'm gonna go make a lot of money in tech see you guys <laughs> i think i hear my mom calling me i gotta go guys uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god yeah i mean I, I i don't have a problem with kato I, I like them um for the most part like I, I also don't pay attention to a lot of what they do anymore so <laughs> I, I i actively avoid politics after that experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you at all. It's like the only time I ever see Cato or like Reason stuff is it only if they they've got a good article that everyone else is sharing, and then I was like, okay, well, let me get everyone mm -hmm. read, and then you just read through it, and it's like, okay, you guys missed the point on this, this, and this, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna throw this away for right now. Yeah, the, it's the 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 op-ed writing class. The one one of my good friends uh, here in Texas, uh, he he coined the term the op-ed writing class, and I was like, that is a <laughs> that is a perfect yeah. uh, description of like some libertarians who like are so perfectly focused on like the logical consistency and the eloquence of an argument. Right, uh, uh, they're completely detached. I think one of the other things that same guy said, he's like, you are going to be the most uh, intellectually consistent person in the gulag <laughs> yeah 
exactly i've made that joke several times it's like uh yeah you know when we're all sitting there in the fema camp because we couldn't win any of those emotional arguments uh i i call dibs on morale officer uh, i'm gonna tell you guys <laughs> jokes and uh hopefully we'll be laughing and smiling on the way to the gallows or to the wall where they're just gonna machine gun us you know so yeah yeah you, and you see it in the gun world too like uh you've, oh, you've got yeah for sure like purity test and purist and stuff like i, I i'm uh, my, my entire brand is i'm just a dumbass who likes guns like <laughs> you 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 want to pick you you want to pick a fight with me good job you're picking a fight with the kid in special ed because right. that's all i am <laughs> yeah i've been known to be like a little bit more of a firearms troll i have uh, actually shown up to uh you know high dollar pistol courses uh carrying a high point <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> And some like cheap uh, little uh, like plastic uh, Kydex uh, holster for it. And you just see the guys who are like, what? And and you just run. You just do. You just do it with it. And then you just be undeniable. So at the end of the class, we're like, oh, so the guy that showed up with a pink unicorn shirt and the high point outshot us. Great. Please tell me that was a T-Rex arms training class. (laughs) (laughs) No, not quite that high speed. Not that quite high speed. But yeah, it's uh, oh, it's always man. fun just to watch their faces or just take out like a $3,000 1911 and just pitch it in the dirt, kick a whole bunch of rocks on it and then pick it back up. Yep. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, if it's going to jam. Yeah. It's it's honest wear. Yeah. It's not a safe queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a safe queen if you drag it behind your car on the highway. <laughs> right. Jump on it a couple times, kick it across the parking lot. You know, oh, then pick it man. Up. Yeah. No, it's like it's going to work, man. Hard use. Yeah, that, that that's something that I've been getting into. It's it's always been 3D printed guns are something I've always wanted to get into, but just never had the time. And uh, yeah, ar- around December, I got my first 3D printer. And that that's something I've been messing around with uh, pretty extensively. I, I posted a video. Yeah, we like str- stress testing a 3D printed AR-15. Um, I've, I've been actually pretty impressed with them. Um, what would it, would I pick that over a BCM or a dead? No, 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 no. <laughs> I've got laying around. No, but no, uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with these things. I, I want to take uh, I want to go on a 3d printed hog hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, I, I did shock one of my family members once. It was like, well, you know, those 3d printed guns, you know, they're not very reliable or anything. I was like, uh, it'll allow me to pick up an M4 off of a dead uh, National Guardsman. And they're like, what? Oh, fuck. Damn. <laughs> just trade yeah. up, you know? Yeah, just like the video games. <laughs> yeah. just, I'll just pick up what he's got. It shoots all the same thing anyways, right? Yeah, it's um, the, the, there's, I'm, I'm speaking at this conference in April on 3D printed guns and cryptocurrency. Pro- probably don't mention... Uh, <laughs> dead national guardsman yeah yeah i i think i'm gonna steer clear of that um <laughs> but um they're or, doing or like laughing at dead police officers as they're uh you know choking on their own blood and you're just oh. like ah see yeah you fucked around huh yeah okay. <laughs> found out yeah. um yeah they're, they're actually doing the world's first uh 3d printed gun shooting competition uh so i'm printing something right now oh so this is enter. the uh, the guns in bitcoin yeah, yeah, guns yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. My last guest, uh, she does uh, we the female the uh, female empowerment thing with guns. Brave uh, the world. Uh, no, it's called we the female. Uh, oh, we the female. Yeah, she also okay. has the Instagram uh, stilettos and shotguns. There you just go. A, yeah, just a real brass chick. She's 
nice ball buster and everything. I told her about guns and Bitcoin. She's like, Oh, I have to go. I have to go. I was like, that's awesome. I'll, I'll send you the information, you know, go there. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be giving a talk there and then uh, bringing my meme, my 3d printed meme gun for the competition. <laughs> it's oh, like, man. why is the pistol grip a giant dick? I was like, oh. <laughs> why wouldn't it be? I was like, look at the forward assist. It's all balls. You know, so. <laughs> Oh, tap, tap gives a new meaning to tap rack bang. <laughs> yes. <exactly. laughs> oh yeah. It's so fun. So fun. Oh man. So uh, yeah, guns and Bitcoin. So I guess the, there'll be a lot of uh, crypto talk, uh, especially yep. since it, uh, you know, came pretty close to hitting 50 grand today. Uh, or yeah. The other day uh, I was like, I was like, Oh, just go over, just go over. <laughs> and then it just pulled back and I was like, dang it. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I was I think the meme and on crypto Twitter, another uh, yes. sub subculture on yes. Twitter. Um, I think the meme on there is like, oh, I get, oh, you got into Bitcoin in 2016. I got into Bitcoin in 400 BCE, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like it's always someone flexing on how long they've yeah. been involved yeah. with Bitcoin, just to like imply that I'm richer than you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. As soon as the Genesis block was mined, I was there, man. I was like, no, you weren't. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I I got I got involved uh, with it pretty early, but like so early to the point where like I didn't have jack shit to put in, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a time I was sitting there looking. I was like, you know, this this thing makes sense. I should really do it. And then I was like, man, it just sounds too much like a scam, though. Like internet money, really. And then you find out about the Mount Gox thing. And yep. it's like, I remember Mount Gox. Yeah, it was like, it's literally named Magic the Gathering Online Exchange. And they're, they were that's what, exchanging Magic the Gathering cards before. Yeah, this. that's what it started as. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> effectively a subreddit for Magic the Gathering card. <laughs> and it's like, you sell it, go up to 1200. It's like, oh, well, maybe this is, the, and then it crashed. And then yeah. they, uh, they lost everybody's Bitcoin. And, you know, all of a sudden, so like, I, I, I was I like, ah, oh, see, it's a scam, obviously. Yeah, that, I think that after that crash, it was it was down for a good two and a half, three years, and then that's, that's yeah, when we saw like the it, last run. Yeah, it's like it creeped anywhere from like a hundred to like two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it never go up after that. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Oh well. Hot, hot tub time machine. Where are you? Yes, really. <laughs> we don't need uh, John Cusack uh, moping around everywhere. So, oh man. First one was good. The second one, not so much. But, oh, uh, there's a sequel. I haven't seen that one. Oh yes, there is a hot tub time machine too. So, all right, and, you, and you're saying it's not worth watching? Not really. I mean, you can watch okay. it if you're a completionist, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm not. I figured they they did everything that they wanted to do in the first one. I don't see the point of a second one, but uh, they they made it anyways. So, oh man, buongiorno. Uh, who am I kidding? I don't speak Italian, but. One thing I do know is good coffee. That's right. I'm a self-described coffee nerd. And uh, I do love coffee from Italy, especially Lorenzati coffee. And if you guys love uh, Italian coffee as much as I do, then head on over to Lorenzati.coffee and grab yourself some of the best coffee that I've had in a long time. These days, you can get good coffee just about anywhere, but why not have it shipped directly to your house? Any order over $15 is automatically free shipping, so you can't beat that. But if you want to do a little bit better on the price, you can always enter in the promo code RWAC for Rebel of a Cause, and you can save 10% off of every order. So guys, go stock up on your coffee. Do it now. Once again, that is Lorenzati.coffee. 
And as always, it's linked down in the show notes below. Check it out. I did like the first one a lot. Yeah, the first one was great, especially with the uh, the Russian uh, energy drink. I was like, oh, these guys are commies. <laughs> uh, so good. The one guy wanted to be uh, Motley Crue and like all of the 80s bands before they got too big and everything was like, come on, man. <laughs> Can't do that. Then I saw there was a movie recently where they uh, did that with a guy, with an Indian guy in England. It's like everyone forgot who the uh, the Beatles were or they never became a thing. It was called yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And he just started doing Beatles songs. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like by the oh, end of the movie, I'm like hating the guy. You know, it's like, oh, it's supposed to be like a rom-com. And I was like, no, no, this guy's a dickhead. Oh. He's just jacking people's shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, no, I don't believe in IP and everything. But at the same time, write your own stuff. Come on. <laughs> oh man so so you're an ancap or where are you on the uh on the liberty spectrum on the liberty spectrum uh and it's it is always a spectrum isn't it uh yes yes indeed yeah so i would say just uh ancap but with uh, agorist tendencies you know because you know if you're making stuff and selling it on the side I, I view agorism as a uh kind of like a tool to go in the toolbox it's not it's not a way of life it's not a personality mm-hmm. but uh there, there are some folks out there you just you just watch their Twitter accounts and it's like, Oh, this is all you. Okay. All right. I, I guess <laughs> that's uh, you, you're not smashing the state in any kind of way, but you're making yourself free. And I guess I can't dog on it too much, but uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I always explain to people that like practically, well, actually on the Liberty spectrum, we got, we got more pronouns than like the woke side. <laughs> <laughs> like like agorist like i knew what agorism was but then yeah. like you've got mar- market capitalist is apparently a, yeah. a hyphenated thing yeah, that's, that's different the... than ancap i didn't yes. know that yeah uh, i i usually just explain myself i'm just like i guess i'm an ancap ideologically but like practically i guess i'm a libertarian but i don't vote <laughs> yeah no small l libertarian yeah yeah, yeah. No, i like, mean that that's all fine it's just uh we're all like different shades of the same thing. So it's, yeah. uh, yeah. And we'll fight to the death with each other over little stupid stuff. That will like, never have any bearing on our lives. Right. <laughs> yeah, it gets so fun when you're watching some of these arguments go back and forth. And it was like, guys, no one else has read that 900 page book. I promise you. Yeah, you can like, start qu- quoting Mises all over the place. Nobody else has read it. Man, I, I I gave I gave human action like 250 pages of my life, and I put that shit down, and I was like, man, I'd, I'd rather read Twilight than this. <laughs> like, I agree with everything he said, or whatever, yeah, or yeah. everything I've read so far. But like, I'm just gonna read the Wikipedia article and call it a day. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> now, Bob Murphy did like a pretty good boil down of it called Choice, and uh, mm-hmm. that one's a little bit easier to digest than mm-hmm. uh, Human Action. And people got to remember, Human Action is a textbook. Yeah. You know, like you go to an economics class and that's what they assign you. Yeah. Uh, so that's we, not really we read it in grad school. Read. Yeah. <laughs> and even in grad school, we read chapters of it. <laughs> we yeah. didn't read the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. I listened to it through the, uh, the Mises uh, audio version because they mm-hmm. just, they shotgun all their stuff out for free. Yeah. So I was in there listening to the audio one and without the tables and everything, you kind of get a good sense of it and you'd have to go back and re-listen to some stuff over and over again. It, even at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I, I know probably about the same now than I did before going in. So I think I'm good there. 
I, I, I can just reference this now yes. in Twitter arguments. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you an exact page number of where Mises went on to one thing or another. It's like, it's like, okay, no, no, no. This is the basics that you need to boil it down to. And let's just move on from there. Did you, did you ever try to read Rothbard? Yeah, I've read uh, Man, Economy, and State, and okay. uh, What the Hell Has Government Done to Our Money? Uh, I probably missed it. And then listen to the whole uh, Conceived in Liberty uh, series that he did, including that new one where the guy had like transcribed all of his old notes. Mm-hmm. And apparently that was a little bit of a process because uh, Rothbard had a sloppy handwriting so and wrote in shorthand most of the time. So When, when I think of Mark Murray Rothbard, I think of... Uh all the libertarians I would never invite over to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was, uh, he was, uh, quite the, uh, quite the jokester back in the day. So if you ever read, uh, watch some of the old videos of him, I mean, he's always cutting jokes and everything and laughing. So mm-hmm. I can I imagine mean, he'd probably be I've okay to, yeah, I, I think he'd probably be okay to hang out with. I probably just uh, wouldn't want to get into an argument with him over anything. So <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was a reloader that didn't shoot guns probably. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that guy just knew a lot about everything. It was uh, yeah, yeah. His background was in math, and then he got in, and then he got in economics to show why math was not the proper tool to explain <laughs> the economy. With <laughs> yeah, and uh, that that actually kind of centered around the meme that I found the other day that somebody had reposted. It was like uh, the chick falling asleep, and she's got like the nose ring. And it's somebody holding a nine volt battery up underneath it, and uh, on her on her forehead it says socialism, and then the nine volt battery says uh, the e- uh, economics calculation problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to explain that one so many times, and I was like, no, oh, no, no. God, you see, yeah. there's uh, all these variables in an economy, and a central planner can't account for all of it. You know, try to give like the basics of it, and they're like still like, why is head. why why is a pricing mechanism so important? <laughs> I think what, I, what I do think, you mean value is subjective. <laughs> oh my that's exactly what I was about to say. Especially when people like find out I'm into crypto. It's either yeah. the economic calculation debate or the subjective theory of value that I have yeah. to those are like the two things I if I don't have to explain that ever again, I will be I will I will die happy. <laughs> yeah, there was another meme of somebody in the Wall Street Bets uh Reddit and it was like, Well, why don't we just buy one of these penny stocks and then when it goes to two cents, you know, we'll be rich. And he's like, but you got to find somebody to pay two cents for it. He's like, what do you mean I got to find somebody? It was like, what do you mean? It, what do you think it means when you say sell? <laughs> Who's going to do the buying at two cents? You know? It was like, oh, man, capitalism has failed me again. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite shit with like yeah. something completely unrelated to capitalism. Like, oh, this is uh, this is why I'm a victim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just the the perfect thing with uh, David Hogg posting his L online. It was like, oh, it's like, can I find somewhere that I can build these uh, pillows? That's not California. Apparently, it's very expensive to live there. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, God, David Hogg. What a, what a what a guy! What a guy! Yeah. Oh, his good pillow. That's what it was called. Yeah, it, 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 I, I'm sure it can't just be me but that dude looks like a sociopath in all of his pictures <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean i mean he just stares into the camera and doesn't blink at all while he says like and there like, i was <laughs> every media appearance i've had with it i've ever seen him in like i just hear him thinking how can i make this look like a cool college poster that yes. goes in, the, in a dorm room <laughs> Somewhere in the back of his mind, Zoolander is like, give him, give him blue steel. 
<laughs> I was like, don't, don't, your face doesn't make that face. Stop it. <sighs> People need to be smacked more often, I guess. I don't know. What's, uh... Yeah. What, what's that Mike Tyson quote? Uh, some of y'all on the internet forgot what it was like to talk shit and get punched in the face. There's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> some of y'all start, start, start talking smack. Gonna need to get punched. Yeah. Oh, man. Mike Tyson. Oh, those Joe Rogan appearances. So they're, they're, uh, the first one that he did where he's all like kind of laid back and really chill. And it's like, oh, this is a Mike Tyson I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And then just before that John Jones fight, he's <laughs> all ramped up. And Rogan was even saying, he's like, I-, I wanted a wider table. I wanted to keep a, f- a good physical distance away from the guy because he looked like he was about to eat me. <laughs> Dude, Tyson, it, I, I, I boxed for a long time. And uh, Tyson, Tyson's probably my favorite sports story. Just like his yeah. life story. Like, textbook like lost everything got it all lost everything got yeah. it all again lost everything again and now he's back up on the back up on top but that's uh i i i he, he's 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 one of my i i will never not watch something that's on mike tyson if it's ever on <laughs> oh and the guy's funny too especially with oh, his yeah. appearances in the uh in the hangover movies hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah <laughs> like Dude, I know his- this motherfucker can tell jokes too look at him his his post fight not even like things that are meant to be funny but like if you go have you seen his like post fight interviews <laughs> yes yeah it's always so oh. good it's like no don't don't interview him like right after that the guy's a man this guy's an animal don't do that <laughs> dude he is insane yeah it was like uh it was like the comedy roast and i think it was of steve-o or something where he the steve-o was like asking him to punch him in the face and Mike Tyson's like trying to talk to him. He's like, you don't want me to punch you in the face. I I, I swear. It's like, you're not going to call the cops. And he was like, no, he punched him in the face. And ended up breaking Steve-O's nose. Oh shit. I didn't <laughs> see that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, very, he was like, no, no, you don't want me to hit you. Trust me. Was it just a jab or did he? Oh yeah. It was just a quick little jab yeah. and like busted his nose and everything. And Steve-O kind of looked shocked. I was like, oh, it's Mike Tyson. It's the heavyweight champion of the world. What are you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> I know you're crazy, but not that crazy. Yeah, yeah. that was even as bad as uh, Butterbean and uh, John Knoxville in the uh, the clothing store in one of those Jackass movies. Oh shit! I, I, was like, I saw. Was that the? I've only seen the first Jackass, but it was like a decade ago. Oh man, seeing that one in the theater, as that was one of the movies I had to walk out of. I was like, I can't, I can't watch it anymore. I'm, I'm laughing too hard. I just, the only thing I remember from any of the Jackass movies is when he uh, butt chugged a bunch of beer. <laughs> It's like, yes, you can get drunk that way. <laughs> Extremely. Oh, and die. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Oh, no, that, that one was uh was uh, was pretty good. I think they gave the one guy like a whole bunch of laxatives and wanted him to go into the uh the hardware store to go shit in one of the toilets. <laughs> Please tell me it was an ace hardware and not it a was, depot. <laughs> oh, it was something they had like toilets on pallets like out in the middle of this room. He just hell yeah sits down with the newspaper and the guy was like, Hey, you can't do that in here. <laughs> Fuck you mean I can't do that. It's like it's, it's like it's happening, whether you want it to or not, man. <laughs> oh uh, man. One of the shows I miss, I gotta say. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a few movies like that where I've had to just get up and walk out. Uh, Jackass was one of them. Uh, the Borat movie, the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Team America World, World Police. I got a, a press pass to go see that one a couple of days before it came out. 
and uh I'm sitting there watching it and as soon as they drop like that first uh puppet down and you're like what the fuck is this this is garbage what it's like oh man they got Dude. me again matt stone and trey parker they got me again and then it just like pans out and you see like how great they did with it and i was like and that movie had me in stitches the whole time it was like it's like i can't i'm supposed to be like faking like i'm writing shit down and everything but no i can't do it <laughs> I, I i i've got that's one movie i need to go back and rewatch it that's oh, it's it. totally rewatchable <laughs> That was that was 2003 2004 I think yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a minute yeah yeah like the Kim uh, Kim Jong Il jokes just the, they don't land anymore because it's not relevant in any kind of way but then we just you have to remember back when all that stuff was going on <laughs> when he when he sits yeah. down to the piano it's like nobody loves me and I was like going no <laughs> stop it so wrong me <laughs> so wrong me <laughs> oh yeah. man. I try really hard to stay physically fit. No one notices. No one gives a shit. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Just start crying over here, man. <laughs> Making me feel bad for Kim Jong-il. <laughs> I, I'm convinced Kim Jong... What's the new one? Kim Jong Un. Uh, yeah, Un. Yeah. That that's just Bulbasaur evolving into B- Bulbasaur. Venusaur. <laughs> it's the same person, just a different stage of evolution. Yeah. Yeah, you just want to tell some of your lefty progressives friends. It was like, okay, so this is communism. You notice how the guy in charge is fat, and the people that he's ruling over are skinny and short because they're malnourished and don't have teeth. <laughs> yes, a lot of them teeth fall out of their heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it, it's not pretty yeah but it, it, it it's it, it's one of those it's kind of like the what is it uh going back to grad school here uh the malthusian theorem about oh, like yes natural resources yeah every yeah. generation that's on it <laughs> yeah every time it's been debunked but they keep coming back with it and then we yep. had in a whole marvel universe centered around <laughs> oh god i know oh <laughs> When, when I sat there, like Age of Ultron, I was pumped. I was a big comic book nerd. Yeah. And I, yeah. I loved Same Ultron. Here. And when, as soon as like I was like, oh, the premise of this is Mal- Thomas Malthus. Yeah, oh, Malthus. Great. Yeah. I, 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 I can't do this now. <laughs> yeah. And then they kept using the, the word decimation wrong. I was like, no, that would just mean they would kill every 10th person because uh, it's a decimation. Yeah. <laughs> Words mean things. Yeah. So I was like, no, not half of all life. You know, it's like, come on, guys use the right words but uh yeah that uh as soon as they had uh now i can't think of the actor's name but uh robert california james spade jesus christ mm-hmm. yeah as soon as they had him announced as ultron i was like okay that's gonna be an interesting choice yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, it's the one guy who can play off smarmy asshole better than anybody else you know you know you know how like the comics like ultron was like a serial killer basically yeah yeah he like, was just a psychopath yeah and they just made him james spader <laughs> yeah james like spader. jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah the part where he rips claw's arm off and he's yeah like, oh, oh no i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that it was like that is not an ultron thing to say marvel <laughs> Oh, it's man. like, oh, I just I just ripped this the human's arm right clean off of his uh, out of his socket. That's uh, OK. He's <laughs> like, yeah, don't compare me to Tony. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, like, we're leaning into the Freudian side of this now. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. I see it. I see it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's been pretty man. fun, uh, man. And then trying to explain this now to my kids, you know, now that they're growing up and getting to see all these movies I was like, wait, all these are connected. I was like. Yeah, yeah, all of them are the same thing. So, 
But I, get keep, to the... I keep giving them my money, though. Yes. <laughs> it's like uh, you see the dollars go into your wallet, but, you know, that's Disney's money. They get it now. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, the, the comic book nerd side of me is what just keeps coming back. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I kind of drew the line. I was like, if they tell the Spider-Man origin story one more time, I'm oh, skipping yes. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and now apparently the uh, the new Spider Man is going to have all of the Spider Men in there because mm-hmm. uh, the Spider Spider Verse, yeah, yeah. It was such a good hit. You know, now that we got to bring it into the MCU, so yep, yeah, I've yep. been uh, been trolling around the the leak sites on Reddit, and you get to see all of the characters in in costume, and it's like, oh look, Andrew Garfield, uh, all right, there he is. Oh, you you do that too? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm terrible, man. <laughs> yes, I, like for Dark Knight Rises, like I was I was following. It from like pre-production and stuff yeah. i was in, i was in grad school with for that too and then like i went i got tickets to the midnight showing and then i see on reddit that uh the australia some guy in australia who got yeah. it who had the movie like eight 12 hours ahead of us whatever the time difference yeah, is leaked everything but, yeah, yeah he leaked everything i was in line to get to the theater and i just read the entire plot yeah, you just, <laughs> yeah i get i get so mad at those like the ones that just definitely put some bullshit in their little you know so-called leak Mm-hmm. And it's like that part didn't happen. What the fuck? Come on. My short term memory is so bad though. Like I'll read it and then as soon as I'm in the theater, I'm like, what's like, gonna happen? Oh, really? No way. You just read this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's probably a good place to stop it for right now. We'll definitely have to have you back on at some point. Uh go ahead and drop any plugs that you got there, buddy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sit, just Citizen Ash on Twitter and YouTube. That's uh, that's pretty much all. All I the only drugs I allow myself. <laughs> yes, the good old uh, intravenous uh, drip of uh, Twitter. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Have you, have you broke 100k yet? Uh, I was at 114k until the um, oh the, the, the great the great the liberty purge. purge. Yes. Yeah, I lost. I think I'm only at like 99,000 now. So like, but I've been on the fucking site for uh like 12 years now so like i'm yeah. pretty sure like thirty thousand of my followers are just inactive at this just point <laughs> inactive bots yeah or or even dead yeah <laughs> yeah i've uh i've been at it since uh 2011 i'm like it, it got up to like 3500 at one point and then the purge happened and then it dipped down almost below 3000 but it's been slowly creeping back up i guess people figured out how to use uh google voice as a as a backup phone number so dude that that was wild like it, when that was going on the liberty purge i, I was like this this feels like the last act of uh revenge of the sith right now <laughs> yeah execute order 66 exactly exactly yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, today, man. Thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, we'll definitely have to have you back up after Guns and Bitcoin and get yeah. like an after action report on that one because I get to use all the FUD terms, you know. <laughs> Wait, a, a plastic gun? Won't that blow up in your hand? Well, there are these things called Glocks. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's another good uh, Twitter follow, Ivan. Yeah, because oh, yeah. he, he posts up, he goes, my hands haven't been exploded yet. And, you know. Yeah, he, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. Oh, sweet, sweet. Or he's a- actually, he's dialing in. He's going to be there virtually, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way they're letting him into the country. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, man, we'll take it easy. We'll, uh, we'll catch you around the old uh, timeline there. All right, boss, man. Good All talking right. to you. See ya. See ya. All right, and there he goes, folks. Citizen Hush, the Alamo Trap House. Got to love that guy. He's a uh, he's a good follow to do on uh, Twitter there. So uh, you can catch him uh, all over Twitter and YouTube, like you said. I'll have all of those uh, 
notes down below so that you can just click on it. You don't have to go into your DuckDuckGo's or your pre-search so that you can get paid crypto to search, of course. But uh, also, uh, you can find all of my stuff down there in the show notes as well because I got all kinds of things on there. The websites, uh, ways to support the show, got the Patreon, Subscribe Star, Float, as well as my Cash App, PayPal, all that other kind of stuff. Uh, books coming along. Uh, I know uh, been asked like once about it, so <laughs> I feel like I feel like I owe you an update. So it's uh, it's coming along slowly but surely, but uh, we'll get it done and out there for everybody. But thanks for uh, tagging along for this episode of Rebel with a Cause, and we'll come at you next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have fun.